0: Hey, hey, family, hey, good people. It's Jody of Fervor Voice. I am back to talk to you about legacy. How did you come here? And how you gonna leave here? That's all I wanna know. I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not gonna throw shade on you. Any of that. This is for you to think about. How did you come here? We helped you with that part. You came here with a clean slate. How you gonna leave here? You're going to leave here with whatever you did in your life, whoever you were. Let's talk about legacy, y'all. Let's do the work. Hey, hey, good people. I am back. Yep, I am walking right now, not in the normal space and I'm feeling much different because I'm not in the normal space. I am semi-vacationing because I'm visiting but it is a vacation as well and I noticed that one year passed. I noticed that in a different environment I can feel better and in this different environment feeling better can make me a little bit disillusioned too. And I have been feeling a little bit disillusioned. Like I said before the uh, last episode, I believe it was the last episode. Anyway, like I said before, sometimes after a traumatic experience, your body or your mind, it just kind of cocoons you to keep you safe. And it just kind of numbs you a little bit and you feel pretty secure. You're still in pain, you're still hurting but you feel pretty secure. So I've been feeling pretty secure, but one year past, some of those layers have fallen off. They've fallen away. So my mother's day looks different. And I talked about how different my mother's day looked because I'm starting to feel more. The numbness is wearing off, you know, just like if you have a surgery and they put that block in there. <laughs> like when I had a uh, surgery on my ankle, And they put that block on there and I didn't feel anything. I was good. I was thinking I was invincible. I'm good. But when that block wore off, then it was real that a surgery had (laughs) taken place. It was real that there was trauma to my ankle. That it had been cut and it had been, you know, reconfigured, all of that. So it was plain and clear. Simple. Yeah, something happened here. And... That's what I'm feeling now. And that's something that I have to, yeah, I have to understand it and think about what it is that I'm feeling. Because before, I was that person that, you know, showed up
1: good and loud
0: at the party or, you know, laughing, talking trash, all that other stuff. And I'm still good for that. But the drinking, I, you know, I, I still do. I still do. But it's a little different. It was a given at one time. I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna drink, and I'm gonna clown. <laughs> All of that, it was a given. And it is fun until the next day when you find out what you said, where you find out what you, you know, how you offended somebody, or when you just felt within yourself that, okay, that was not cool. There was nothing cool about that. And you call somebody that was there, it's like, did I really say that? <laughs> and just a few weeks ago, I said, Mm-mm, I'm, I'm just gonna stop. I'm tired of apologizing for things that I've said. I'm, I'm tired of apologizing. Two things that I've thought about with that. So apologizing for things that I said, and you know, people say that after you, you know, when you start drinking, that's really you yourself being honest when you say things, that's really the truth. I don't know if it's really the truth. It could be. I'm not really sure. I, Yeah, I have said some things where it's just like, why did I say that? I, I don't know if I agree with that's really how you feel deep down inside. But, you know, I, 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 that's just me. That's just me. But again, going back to that having to apologize and things like then you know you need to take a look at some things. Now, would I categorize myself as somebody that's just out of control? No, because it was something that I was doing consciously. It's not something that I do through the week. It's not something that I do every day. For some reason, this is what I do when I go to a cookout or when I go to, you know, an outing in front of it, something like that. That's what I do. So I had to start thinking about that and start looking into that. What, what is that all about? Why do I need to do all of that to have a good time? Physically, started getting rough on my body. Waking up the next day after drinking and clowning around and everything, it wasn't that I couldn't get up. I could get up because I don't, I don't really eat a lot of the processed foods and things like that. But I'm having some cake now. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat up the cake, but I don't really eat a whole lot of processed food, and my body responds differently. I can get up, and I can start moving around, my body just don't feel right. It just won't feel right. So, that's my problem. I'll get up and I'll move around, but because I'm sensitive about how I feel physically as well as emotionally, it's like something is off. So, with my journaling, because I journal regularly. Every day, most of the time I do. But there are days that I do skip. Luckily, that's not every single day. So something told me, check your journal. See what you are writing about when you're having these bouts with, you know, body feeling crazy. And I noticed that when I drink, The next day, my journaling is exactly what I am after coming off of that. So my journaling is sounding a little crazy like some of the entries that I made on certain days because I dated. I write the date at the top. And I know when I went to certain cookouts, I know when there were certain celebrations. So I look and I see, damn, what? Girl, you are throwing yourself all the way up. And what I found is that With the drinking, when it's in excess, when it's excessive, it throws my body off, it throws my mind off, it throws my emotions off. Especially, if it's that dark. Because I did have, I did have that period of time where it was like, oh yeah, just Hennessy and a little lemon and a little Tennessee honey, just to kind of sweeten it just a little bit. Ooh, that was my thing. My brother was like, why would you mix that? Why would you mix those two? And for me, because when I cook, I played with a lot of seasoning. I play with a lot of different herbs and things like that. So naturally, whatever I want to drink, I'm going to play with it. And that's what I came up with. It's really very basic when you think about wheat tea and <laughs> things like that. So Tennessee, honey, a little Hennessy. One of them is not quite sweet, and one of them is. So you mix the two and you come up with this concoction. Now it it, did want to be tore up, then you drink that. But that would mess me up the next day. Or if I was just like, okay, I don't have Hennessy honey so I'm going straight Hennessy. That's that's what I'm gonna do. I remember (laughs) sitting around with with my Hennessy under the chair because I didn't want anybody to touch it. All I needed to do was refill on ice cubes. I didn't drink the whole bottle. And I don't even know, No, I didn't drink the whole, I didn't drink the whole thing. It wasn't. I don't even remember what size it was. I just remember it was under the chair. And I remember drinking it. And I saw pictures where I fell asleep. All my hugs just fell asleep, just fell out. I just couldn't go anymore. Nothing crazy racy nothing like that i'm just gonna talk some trash and fall asleep but the next day i read my journal entry for the next day after you know after i cleared my head and everything but i read that journal entry that i made two days later after the cookout crazy did not even sound like anything i would have written even the handwriting was janky like it was shaky I'm a, my penmanship is, is pretty neat. I, I'm a right-hander and I write like I'm left-handed. I have a left-handed slant. But that writing was so off. And that's when I started to tell myself, okay, this is messing with me. This is messing me up. I had a long conversation with my coach. And I was like, this is, you know, um, this, this, this ain't good. I have to go ahead and tell you you about this and I had that long conversation with her and she's not judgmental at all she you know we're pretty much within the same generation and she she talked to me about it she was honest she was straight up that's something you need to work on now you've already identified it don't worry about the fact that it's what you're going through you've identified it And you said it, you admitted it, that's good. So let's work on that. So that's the path you took me down for that. That was, let me see, about maybe three years ago. Was it two? Maybe two, maybe two years ago, two or three years ago. And here I am just now getting to the place where it's like, yeah, I have a little something to drink, I have a little something. But, the way I view and the way I see the things that are going on around me has also changed. All of that to say that when you decide or when you make the decision to grow, to be better, to do better, you will know it. Because you won't even hear the people that are trying to convince you to do what you were doing before. I mean, you'll physically hear it, but you're not not gonna hear it, you won't be interested. It just won't even align with you anymore. Now, it's a fight. Don't get me wrong, it's a fight. But I have to start thinking about other things because I'm trying to move my life forward. I'm trying to move myself forward. And unless I get off the same track I was on, I will never grow. I'll never get anywhere. Not to insult anyone, any individual. But if you want to grow, you're gonna have to let go of some things that you've been doing before. And if it's too scary for you, then you ain't ready. Then you ain't ready. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But that is something that is in my mind where I'm saying, yeah, this is where I walk away. This is absolutely where I walk away. And even from the short period of time that I've taken on, coaching in a greater way and on a larger spectrum. I am talking to people who want to move forward, who want to do better, but they just can't get the priorities together in order to do it. And I'm talking about even parents no shade on you at all, no judgment on you at all, but you have to understand what it is that you're trying to do. You also have to understand your threshold, what you are able to do. And if you are not able to give up your 60, 70, $80 manicure for your child to be coached, if you're not willing, to pass up that $300 pair of shoes or sandals, whatever, whatever you got popping this season to get yourself some coaching. No shade, no disrespect, no judgment. Be honest with yourself about that. And just say, I'm not there yet. Say, I'm not there yet. Otherwise, it will turn into that situation where you don't even believe in yourself. Sometimes there are some other foundational things that you need to work on first before you get to that point. I was just with people over the weekend and it's, you know, no big deal. And I recognize, I realized that certain things that I see and certain behaviors that I see, it's just not funny anymore. It's offensive now, certain things. Do I think I'm better? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I think I am growing. So there are certain behaviors that it's just like, I see it, I get it. I didn't have a problem with it before, but the expectations are higher now. The goals are different now. And what's fun before, or what was accepted before, no longer is, that's all. And I, am hey, not judging, not judging, but the day you get here, the day you get to this earth literally starts the clock on your legacy and what you leave behind. Not physical things, not money, cars, houses. I'm not talking about that. It's that, that comes and goes all the time. I'm not even concerned about that what you leave behind as an individual. How you shared, how you helped, how you cultivated, how you nurtured um. those around you. If you're that pessimistic person, you come to bring negativity, you come to complain and hate. I got a lot of that. <laughs> I got a lot of that. Because that's just what we did, you know? It's kind of what the people that I was around, is what they did, they, you know, judged and... Insulted people, things like that. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not free of it. But that's not who I am as a whole. So if you're that person, that brings about some things that are not quite as positive. And if you're known for being that person, that just brings about this kind of discord and all But that. That's your legacy. That's your legacy, that's who you are. That's who you came here. Being, that's also the level of work that you put into yourself. Because you can show up the worst person anyone has ever met. But how you walk away is what matters. The things that you have done to build yourself up, the things that you have done to learn, the things that you have done to accept, what it is that you need to fix. That's all that matters. That's what it is. So, all that and saying that. Think about your legacy. What does your legacy mean to you? Whatever your legacy means to you, that's what you need to start working on. That's what you need to start building on. Everything else is, yeah, everything else is just extra. But enjoy yourself and enjoy your life and enjoy your life in a way that you can be proud. I was just watching somebody Actually, that I was following. And I thought she was funny. You know, the little clips that she'd have on Instagram, I thought she was funny. So I so said, let me follow her a little bit. And she's from, you know, she's from all time. She's from Chicago. So I said, okay. Let me see. Clicked on her and said, let me see what her lives are about. She started talking about, oh, yeah, right. On the west side, on the south side of it. Get your ass beat. On the wrist shoot him off I'm mad at you for it. But I know that's not me. There was a time when that would have been funny. There was a time. And I'm not ashamed of myself for that. And I can still look back at that and say, okay, I've come, I've come a good ways. Because that, that's not comedy. Not to me. But if that's what you like, that's where you at. No shame in that, no harm. That's just where you at. Monique. I tried to watch Monique. I couldn't do it. That's not comedy to me. That's just a bunch of nastiness. So whatever you enjoy, whatever you think of, whatever you decide to do, whatever entertains you, That's who you are. And if that's who you wanna be for the time being, not a problem, not a problem. But if you're talking about legacy and legacy building, make sure you align with those things. No judgment, no harm, no fault, it's all good. But at this point, being serious about your legacy and how you want to spend your life and how you want to be seen when you leave here, has got to be relevant. That is all I have for you. I'm out here in the sun. Am I done with my walk? Thank goodness. World is beautiful. <laughs> nice place to live in. Live, uh, nice place to visit. Excuse me. But I wouldn't want to live here. Too hot. Too steamy. I gotta get back to the Carolinas, y'all. I'll see you soon talk to you love ya Peace. hey hey I'm back with the recap so recapping this episode before I even get started recapping this episode let me apologize for the way that episode was recorded it's a lot of noise. It's a lot of crackling. I always listen to my episodes before I push them out. And all I heard was the crackling and the crunching and all of that other stuff. So just apologizing for it. It doesn't even matter why it sounds that way, because I know what happened. It doesn't matter why. It is, I hope you are patient and patient enough and cared enough to actually listen to that episode. There was good content on there. And I just want to recap that real quick before I even go into a long drawn out. So this particular episode was literally about me finding out one year past who I am. More about who I am. More about who I want to be. More about who I'm aspiring to be. Looking at things from a different lens, recognizing that that period of numbness that went on after BJ passed away, recognizing that that numbness has worn off. And now I'm starting to feel, I know that some people say, well, the second year is even worse than the first year. And that didn't really make sense to me until now. And that's because that numbness has worn off. I'm seeing things that I wasn't seeing before. When you look at a person, and this is just an example, you look at a person and you see them physically, but I look at them a little deeper than that. When I'm having a conversation with someone, and it doesn't matter who it is, I look at them beyond just what is there in the physical. It's hard to explain, but... I look much deeper into a person when I conversate, when I'm looking at them. And I did not do this before. I said a while back that there are so many things that we learn, that we learn from our kids, that, you know, I said that. And I attest this whole shift, literally, to the passing of my son I don't know if I would be able to look at things the way I look at them now did I want it to happen did I want that to happen my son's passing of course not of course not but it did and in the process during the process I have become better rather than bitter and it's easy to become bitter it's very easy It's a very difficult journey, though, to be better, to get better, to fight through. That's a daily situation. I'm just focusing on legacy and what my legacy looks like now and how I gave my legacy very little thought before BJ passed. And now that I'm thinking some things through, now that I'm seeing things differently, now that I'm seeing people differently... I just go through and explain where I'm at with that. Very proud of this episode because I'm very proud of myself and I'm proud of the transition. So yeah, think about it. Give it some thought. Write about it. Journal, begin journaling. Do all of those things. They're all part of your process. Think about your legacy. What would people say? If you were not here tomorrow, what would their last words be? Not those that feel pushed to say sweet things, but those who know you, what would they say? What would be the first thing out of their mouth? You're responsible for that. That is your responsibility. So that's all I got. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Peace to you. This is Jody of Forever Voice.